0: Last month, about 100 people took muskets, cannons, and uniforms to the streets to reenact the Battle of Ogdensburg, part of the War of 1812. The U.S. basically tried to conquer Canada and take it from Britain. But most Americans don't know much about the war. Our reporter Lucy Grindon was one of those Americans up until very recently. She brings us this story. Company, make ready... Outside the Presbyterian Church in Ogdensburg, a group of men is running a rifle drill in the street. They're just practicing, so they don't actually fire their guns right now. Take aim. Fire. It's really cold out here, in the low 20s. I'm in my parka, but these guys are wearing pretty small, faded gray and green coats, similar to what U.S. riflemen had in the early 1800s. I know they have to be freezing. Why are you all doing this? Why participate in this? We're anyway. sad
1: nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. We are sad nerds. But I we're much happier because we're a community. You, gotta... you know, We're a community oh. of we're nerds. <laughs> <friend>. oh, <laughs> so I think I guess... that's a big part of it. But also, you know, the, the history part, yeah. keeping our local history alive.
0: That's what they can all agree on. David Austin says they love history. He's a 46er and climbed every Adirondack high peak in period gear.
1: You can read about marching through the snow in this one thing, but if you actually do it, it becomes more real.
0: The point of all of this is to learn about history, specifically the War of 1812. Now I got to back up a little. I was a history major in college, a bit of a sad nerd myself. But here's everything I know about the War of 1812 going into this. It was fought by people in the U.S. and Canada and indigenous allies on both sides— Native Americans lost a lot of land, and it started in 1812. So I make it my mission today to find out whether historical reenactment works as a way to learn more about history. Inside, in the church basement, a bunch of officers stand in a circle. They're planning today's battle.
1: So where do you want us to put the guns for the first firing? Where would you like to be? Well, at this point here...
0: These guys should know what the War of 1812 was about but they all give very different answers.
1: Oh, it depends on who you talk to. Any legitimate student of history wonders what the War of 1812 was really about. Nothing really happens at the end. It was about, well, history teachers like to say that it's about um, British impressing uh, American sailors into their navy, but I think that the main cause was the fact that the British were sponsoring Native American tax on American settlements. This was the second war of the revolution.
0: That's Tim Kreiderman from Madrid. He's president of the St. Lawrence County Historical Association, and he's in charge today. He says the war made this country stronger.
1: It really defined the U.S. as a power uh, unto itself.
0: That's Kreiderman's perspective. But this is a first in my journalism career. He also wants me to talk to the other side.
1: Would you like to talk to the British? Definitely. Okay, I'll take you over. Don't believe anything. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Follow me. I'll give you the commanding officer.
0: He takes me to the Canadian lunch table to a man in a classic red coat.
1: I'm Major David Moore, and I'm the commanding officer of the Canadian Fencibles, a regiment of Canadian infantry from the War of 1812. And today I'm also the British Army commander here at Ogdensburg.
0: And what's your name in real life?
1: That is my name in real life. Oh, (laughs) I guess in real life, I'm only a captain in the Canadian Army rather than a major here.
0: Moore's a real present-day Canadian Army captain. Here's his perspective on the War of 1812.
1: We won. It's that simple. You invaded us, we fought you off.
0: Moore says the war cemented the split between the U.S. and Canada, which had happened during the American Revolution. The colonies that became the U.S. left the monarchy. Nova Scotia, Quebec, and others didn't.
1: Yes, everyone always says the 13 colonies broke away. Yeah, out of the 18, the other five stayed on. And the War of 1812 confirms that, that no, we're going to be two separate countries to the present day.
0: One Canadian is here today to learn about what her own family went through back then. I have ancestors that were at this battle. Amanda Hoffman is descended from German immigrants. They'd originally moved to the Mohawk Valley in central New York, but they stayed loyal to Britain during the revolution. They were imprisoned for being loyalists and then fled to Canada when they got out. They weren't the traitors, you know what I mean? They're very much loyal to a monarchy. Hoffman says she's learned a lot about her family through reenacting. Including, get this, that she's distantly related to Tim Kreiderman from the County Historical Association. I have a lot more questions, but there's no time to ask. The battle's about to start. At the time of the actual battle, the St. Lawrence was frozen over, so the Canadians crossed on foot. The reenactment starts on a street near the river. A neighbor lets me stand on her front porch to watch. Very quickly, the learning gets real. First, we learn how loud a cannon can be. Oh, my God. I, can I can literally feel the sound every time one goes off. I learned that soldiers would not have worn earplugs because they would have needed to hear where the shooting was coming from. The battle moves towards the center of town, past the library and a pizzeria. Some women follow, dressed in period clothing, long skirts and shawls. I learned that Canadian women crossed the river after the battle to steal stuff from the Americans' houses. Barbara O'Keefe is president of the Fort De La Presentation Association.
1: Silver dishes. There's a report of one woman going
0: over the next sometime afterwards for dinner. And dinner was served on her dishes. The U.S. lost the Battle of Ogdensburg and the town was sacked residents fled to Huvalton and Canton for shelter. Afterwards, the British were able to keep their supply lines open along the St. Lawrence River for the rest of the war. After today, it's obvious to me that historical reenacting is a great way to learn about the past. Captain David Moore says it's about protecting heritage.
1: Like everything in life, erosion wears it away. Think of how many old buildings in the town you live in are gone. Think of how at Christmas at your own house, there are empty seats every year. The same is true of this heritage, this whole War of 1812 experience along the St. Lawrence. That needs to be preserved or it'll be gone.
0: A few different people also tell me this. If you don't learn your history, you'll wind up repeating it. And I'm just going to add this to that. If you do learn your history, you may find yourself trudging through the snow with your feet going numb, reenacting it. Lucy Grindon, North Country Public Radio, Ogdensburg.